Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's hero is Patrick H. Brady, Major U.S. Army. Name of the story is Chopper Rescues. The place? South Vietnam, 1968. Reserve officers' training was mandatory at Patrick Brady's college in the late 1950s. He hated it. Eventually got booted out. He later got into ROTC and was commissioned in the Medical Service Corps after graduation. Brady's first posting was in Berlin as a medical platoon leader, and at the time, the Berlin Wall was being constructed in 1961. Soon, he was eager for new challenges, so he applied to flight school and became a helicopter pilot, and in 1963, he went to Vietnam. Flying UH-1 medevac helicopters, Major Brady was on his second tour of duty as part of the 54th Medical Detachment in Chu Li when he volunteered to rescue two badly wounded South Vietnamese soldiers in enemy territory on January 6, 1968. Several attempts had been made to get the men out. All had been aborted because of bad weather. When Brady arrived, thick fog shrouded the evacuation site. He descended slowly until he could make out the shape of the trees beyond his rotor blades. Then he used them to orient the craft and move sideways towards the extraction point. Despite the close-range enemy fire, he was able to locate the South Vietnamese soldiers and evacuate them. Now, not long after this rescue mission, Brady was called to another fogged-in area where American casualties lay close to the enemy lines. Earlier in the day, two other U.S. helicopters had been shot down trying to reach the same site. Brady lowered his chopper through the space of the fog, oriented himself by a stream bed to get the wounded out. In total, he made four flights over the next hour to rescue all 39 GIs. Now, on his third mission of the day to rescue more American soldiers, Brady once again put down on a landing zone in enemy territory. During this descent, the controls of the helicopter were hit, but he was able to evacuate the injured anyway. Back at base, he got a replacement helicopter and returned to action. On his fourth mission, he was watching another medevac trying to extract members of the trapped American platoon when a mine exploded nearby, causing the helicopter to leave without the casualties. Brady touched down as close to the marks left by the other craft's skid marks as he could avoid mines. The soldiers were reluctant to cross the minefield, so these crewmen got out to help them. All were brought aboard, except for one who had been carried back on a stretcher by two of Brady's own crew members. They had almost reached the plane when one of the stretcher bearers stepped on a mine. The explosion blew a hole in his helicopter and caused every warning light on the control panel to go on. But Brady managed to get the damaged craft off the ground and deliver the six severely injured soldiers to medical aid. Then he picked up a new helicopter and kept flying. In all, he evacuated 51 men that day. 400 bullet holes were counted 
in all of the helicopters he flew that day. Back in the United States, Brady was awarded his second Distinguished Service Cross. The award was later upgraded to Medal of Honor, which was presented to him by President Richard Nixon on October 9, 1969. Patrick Brady retired as a major general in 1993. His daughter, Megan, followed in his military footsteps, entering the Medical Service Corps. She served as a medic in the 1991 war against Iraq. Since retirement, Brady has supported many service organizations. He serves as the chairman of the Citizens Flag Alliance, a coalition of organizations determined to protect the American flag from physical desecration. Today's hero is Patrick Brady, born October 1st, 1936, in Phillip, South Dakota. He lives in Texas today. The name of the story <clears throat> is Chopper Rescues. Well, we honor our military every single uh, Wednesday here on News Radio 840 WHS on the Tony and Dwight Show with Dave Jennings. We make sure we tell the stories, much needed stories mm -hmm. of these veterans. And that story right there, along with the rest of them, is just. You have a guardian angel. When you have 400 mm. bullet holes in your choppers, they still fly, you don't get hit. And you rescued dozens of GIs. Right. If you see this in Hollywood, you're going to say, yeah, they've gone too far. That could never happen. I want to bring in someone very special. He's a Medal of Honor recipient. He is Jim Doc McLuhan. Hey, Doc, how are you this morning? I'm pretty good. Listen, I, I want to talk about, uh, and first of all, let me say welcome home. Um, I want to talk about your service because Medal of Honor recipient, uh, two Purple Hearts, two two Bronze Stars, so many, so many um, accolades, accolades that we'd be here all morning. But you served in Vietnam. One of one of the things that you did while in Vietnam, you've been credited for moving into a kill zone and saving American lives. Um, can you talk about that for a minute? Well, what do you want me to say about it? That was my job. I was a combat medic. And when people get wounded and they call your name, uh, you go after them. It's, listen, it, it takes a very special kind of person uh, to serve in the military. And I, I really, really look up to men like you and men and women like you. Uh, we're going to be together watching the Army-Navy game um, next, next weekend with a lot of heroes, and I'm really looking forward to meeting you in person, but I want to talk about why did you continue, you continue to serve your community even after you served your country, and you've done a lot of spectacular things. Can you talk about serving in the community and what that means to you as well? Well, wherever you're at, that's your community. <clears throat> mm -hmm. uh, your community is there in the, in the radio station, at home, and so on and so forth. Um, I was really blessed to be able to come back and and continue uh, the contract that I had before I was drafted and uh, go go into uh, teaching and coaching. Uh, I'll use my older brother's line, I've been blessed more than I deserve. Um, I, you know, I tell kids, that, especially when I go to, to smaller towns, that someday they'll really know the full impact of, of the blessing of growing up in small-town USA. And I guess... Um, we're all from a small town USA, whether it's a big city or not, because we become, you know, a community, a neighborhood, and so on and so forth. But 
the community that I served in after I came back, uh, my father actually graduated from the high school that I taught in for 40 years. My dad graduated from that school in 1941, went off to World War II, and there I was in 1970 coming back from Vietnam and um, uh, getting a contract to teach. I really never knew I would spend 38 years there and and, uh, coach 38 football teams, 22 wrestling teams, 38 baseball teams, and 35 American Mm. Legion teams, but... um, that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of people that touched my life. Um, yeah, so I was I, I'm blessed and, and I have a wonderful wife and um, I have a stepdaughter and three children of my own and seven grandchildren we have. So wow, it just goes on and on and on. Well, you're you're the perfect guy to answer this question because you're in a few different athletic halls of fame. So you're deeply involved in sports, deeply involved with your kids, with your grandkids. You taught psychology and sociology. So when we cover sports, we'll talk about over the decades, all these kids today and every generation says that they're not coachable like the last bunch. In your mind, teaching in the 70s and all the way up until today, your experience with young people, are kids any different now? Oh, no, I... You know, I think the biggest thing now is uh, the old saying is the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Right, And it seems to me that the very minority, few kids that are are what we might call dysfunctional or are heading in a direction that isn't normal, whatever normal is. Of course, I loved always in my psychology class trying to define what normal is. (laughs) Um, But anyway... <laughs> but uh, it, the, there are so many good kids out there, and we don't hear about them. I guess they don't think that those kids will will get the the people to watch their TV program or or whatever. But the podcast, um, there's a lot of great yeah. kids out there. I've I've had a lot of great kids uh, in my programs, and you know, even with history, and you know the all of the the things that are going on. They say we're a divided nation, and so on and so forth. Go back to Lincoln and then follow it all the way up through. You know, we've oh, had wow, yeah. the same. Yeah, we've had the same kind of situations in our society. And the most important thing is that you, uh, through your radio station, uh, and and many a, of us out here, even in our public and, and and private lives, need to to know that we're still one nation under God, and that we are okay, and we will uh, we will get through this. And and, uh, and and things will be normal again, if that if that's uh, one thing that we can define. Amen to that. We're talking. Our guest is Jim Doc McLuhan, Vietnam veteran, also Medal of Honor recipient. And are you still? Do you still serve as vice president of the Congressional Medal of Honor Society? I do, and I'm the chair of the uh, character development program. I'm chair of the Valor Outreach Program, and I'm also chair of the um, awards committee, which, uh, you know, the Medal of Honor Society gives out several awards, both at our convention, and uh, we give out uh, awards to those citizens out there that do outstanding things. Really exciting to hear that there's heroes amongst us in the civilian life, too, of course. I've, I've had heroes as I grew up and heroes as I was a teacher, and a lot of those heroes were were the kids that I I taught and my my own children. As a matter of fact, I had two boys that were uh, excellent athletes. Um, uh, both of them were 
All-American, one in softball and the other one in, in, in men's softball and, and the other one in uh, wrestling. So, um, yeah, and both of them wrestled. And, and, um, and of course, my, my uh, other son that wasn't All-American, he was also a, a second in state in wrestling. So I, I got a lot of thrills through, uh, through my career. Are you still in touch with the men and women that you served with? That I served with? Mm-hmm. Sir, 32 of us walked out of that battle. 80, 89 of us went in and 32 of us walked out. Not all were killed, of course. But I've reconnected 23 of the 32. Wow. Uh, one one individual it took me 89 phone calls to find him, but I found him. Um, so, yeah, I'm in, I'm in communication <laughs> and have allowed them to be in communication with each other also. So they say, hey, Doc, you're still trying to be our medic. (laughs) Okay. This is a little off topic, but you you live in a place I haven't visited. Friends of ours go there all the time. Talk about Saugatuck, Michigan. Sell me on it. Well, yeah, we're outside of town, but it's a beautiful little town. Um, And, and of course, South Haven, where I taught, they're both along the lake here, and so they're very uh, tourist-oriented. So in the summertime, if you want to find a parking space, you won't find one, of course. <laughs> I, I, used to, I, I was a summer rec supervisor in South Haven, too, and what I finally uh, did was get me a 10-speed bicycle. I found out I could get around a whole lot better on that thing than I could in my car because I could weave through the traffic yeah. and get to the parks and so on and so forth. But they're, they're, it's a beautiful little town. We live outside of town. We actually live on a... Um, a golf course called the Ravines. It's an Arnold Palmer, uh, a golf course. And I didn't start golf until about six years ago because, of course, I was involved in American Legion baseball in the, in the summer and in the spring uh, high school baseball and in the fall football. <laughs> so anyway, I also officiated, by the way, 25 years. And you hope to um, – I finished wrestling. Uh, you hope to get at least one state final as an official – and I was um, lucky to be chosen 18 times wow. as an official. So um, you can call me by all kinds of names. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call you overachiever. And by the way, <laughs> next, Saturday, next Saturday, I'm not letting my wife anywhere near you because she'll go, why can't you be more like him? He is. Just- oh, no, 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 no. No, if you want my... Just have her get next to my wife, and she'll tell you the other side of me. <laughs> <laughs> He's Medal of Honor recipient, Jim Doc McLuhan. <laughs> so many decorations, highly decorated. Listen, uh, Doc, I look forward to hanging out with you for the Army-Navy game, and I hope everyone starts, I don't know, paying more attention to this very, very important game, Army-Navy game. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you for your service, and welcome home, Jim Doc McLuhan. Hey, thank you guys for what you do and getting uh, those people that can't be present at certain events. Thanks for getting it out to them over the radio. Appreciate that. You got it. it sounds got like it. we have a place to park in Saugatuck yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, you you come up to my house and park. <laughs> we have we have five we have five bedrooms and five. Uh, Baths and showers. So if you want to come on in, come on up. Wait, one real quick important question before we let you go. Dave and I are both big dog guys. Any dogs? We have two standard poodles, sir. All right. right, Jim Doc Doc McLuhan, I'll see you for the Army Army Navy game uh, next Saturday, not this Saturday, okay? Go Army. There you go. There you go. Thank you, Doc. (laughs) What a guy. Thank you very much. Take care.
Oh, there you go. Ah, oh, there you go. Okay. Forgot you're in the room with me now. Yes. I Pushing switched. different buttons. I switched over here. When we go, when we go to visit him at his home, we're going to do what everybody does. Take them the best part of Louisville, and that's Pabst Beef Jerky. Pabst Beef Jerky is made right here in Louisville, Kentucky, and by the way, it gives back to the animals. Did you know that a percentage of every purchase of Pabst Beef Jerky goes to the friends of the Metro Animal Services? That's a big deal. Plus, Pabst Beef Jerky is the best jerky you're ever going to taste. Why? Because every piece is handcrafted. It's not machines stamping this out. It's men and women right here in Louisville hand-slicing each premium cut of meat then putting it into these uh the spices i like i like the grippo barbecue but they have a flavor for anybody go to papsjerky.com to find your flavor and then go i don't know to go to meyer go to thornton go to five star just go or go to papsjerky.com and get your perfect treat more on the way including the bottom of the hour how much will the 12 days of christmas cost how much are lords of leaping? <laughs> well, your lords of leaping guy is you're paying way too much for those. I'm looking at it right now. Mm-hmm. Stick around, it's all on the way. Hang out. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, let's do a Christmas song. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me some parts to a Mustang GT. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two hunting dogs and some parts to a Mustang GT. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three shotgun shells, two hunting dogs, and some parts to a Mustang GT. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four mud grip tires, three shotgun shells, two hunting dogs, and some parts to a Mustang GT. <laughs> On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five flannel shirts. This would be way cheaper than your last. Yeah, oh. tires, three shotgun shells, two hunting dogs, and some parts to a Mustang GT. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six cans of Spam, five flannel shirts. Yeah, but it's L.L. Bean that'd be expensive. Oh, yeah, right. Parts to a Mustang GT. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me seven packs of Red Man, six cans of Spam, five flannel shirts. Four mud grip tires, three shotgun shells, two hunting dogs, and some parts to a Mustang GT. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eight table dancers, seven packs of Red Man, six cans of Spam, five flannel shirts, four mud grip tires, three shotgun shells, two hunting dogs, and some parts to a Mustang GT. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me nine years 
years probation, eight table dancers, seven packs of red man, six cans of spam, five flannel shirts, four mud guitars, three shotgun shells, two hawking dogs, and some parts to a Mustang GT. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love gift to me. Ten of Copenhagen, nine years probation, eight table dancers, seven packs of red man, six cans of spam, five flannel shirts, four mug guitars, three shotgun shells, two hunting dogs, and some parts to a Mustang GT. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eleven wrestling tickets, ten of Copenhagen, nine years probation, eight. Table dancer, seven packs of red man, six cans of spam, five flannel shirts, four mud guitars, three shotgun shells, two hunting dogs, and some parts. Here we go. Twelfth day, baby. The Coupe de Grass. Twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gift to me. Twelve pack of bud, eleven <laughs> so that one coming. Twelve pack of butt. Table dancer, seven packs of red man, six cans of spam, five flannel shirts, four mug guitars, three shotgun shells, two hunting dogs, and some parts to a Mustang GT. Oh, rest easy, my friend, our dear friend, Tim Wilson. Boy, I miss that guy. What a brilliant man. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, tomorrow, Bernie Lubbers will be our guest, comedian Bernie Lubbers. So we'll see if we can get a 12 Days of Louisville Christmas out of him. He tries to come in once a year and do a 12 Days of Louisville Christmas. Well, what has to be in the song? It's got to be a derby, obviously. Uh, <laughs> the Scooter Birds. What oh, else? that could be. So we'll find Five out tomorrow. Five Golden Dongs. <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna uh, we're gonna find out tomorrow. Six when... Hot Browns. <laughs> Five Golden Dongs. <laughs> we're gonna find out tomorrow when Bernie Lubbers joins the show. But we played Tim Wilson's Redneck Twelve Days of Christmas because. PNC has issued their 39th, they've been doing 39 years they've been doing this, the Christmas Price Index. It reveals how much it's going to cost if you want to do the 12 days of Christmas. So let's go ahead and run through it. Hmm. First day of Christmas is a partridge in a pear tree. This seems like it might be. Now, you could probably catch a partridge, right? Well, probably Danny because he was fat. The rest of the partridges were pretty Oh, that's true. Quick. Uh, one partridge in a pear tree would be $280.18. So is it your tree? Did you buy a tree that was already no, you gotta full-grown? No, no, you, no, you, no. You got to buy the pear tree. Okay. And it doesn't you know, have to be too grown to hold a uh, par, uh, pear partridge. A partridge. <laughs> yeah. Tongue tied. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Danny about a juice would be cheaper than that now. <laughs> Two turtle doves is going to run you $600. If you're asking me, you need a new turtle dove guy because... I've got morning doves in the yard. You can walk up and grab one of those. Three, 300 bucks a turtle dove? Yeah. It's cheaper to get French hens. You can get three French hens for that's true. $3.18 and 75 cents is what that's going to run you. That's it? That's it. All right, then. Four, four calling birds. Boy, what is it with the birds? I know. Hitchcock write this list? <laughs> <What's>, what, <laughs> four, 
before calling birds. That could, that could be anything. Good Lord, I didn't even think about this. How many birds are in this? How Get many... yourself a starling or a sparrow. Those are cheap. Were you some kind of bird pervert? Four calling birds is going to run you $599. No, 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 no. Is a calling bird like a... Uh... Well, they're buying cockatiels or something. Just right. go grab some sparrows. Right. They all call. Now, this is subjective. I would recommend that you go to Genesis Diamonds to get these, but five golden rings... Oh, without a doubt. ...would be $1,245. That seems, that seems that a little seems underpriced. Well, that seems really low, right? Well, I got you turtle doves, hon, in a pear tree because it was more expensive than gold. <laughs> See how that plays. Five golden rings, $1,245. Yeah. Here comes some more damn birds. Six geese laying... Those, those would be more expensive. <laughs> it's kind of hot. Seven, yeah, is it? $720. Well, you got to catch them in the act. Yeah, I guess so. Because you can grab just regular geese, <laughs> right, but right. those are geese standing. Oh, my gosh. More freaking birds. What? Seven swans are swimming. That's what they do. Yeah, I know, but it's like some kind of infatuation with birds. And apparently so. I never thought about this. How do the lords of leaping come into play with the birds? I don't Maybe know. they're the ones that want the birds. This is one of the most expensive things on the list. Seven swans are swimming. You want to take a poke at it? How much is it going to cost you? I'd rather take a poke at the geese of laying. <laughs> Seven swans. Well, based on this pricing strategy so far, two grand. Boy, you're way off. Really? Seven swans are swimming, according to PNC's price index for this year, 2022, will run you $13,124.93. Whatever. Eight maids are milking. Okay. Okay, now here we go. All right. So Now, prices can vary rapidly, wildly. Right. Do they have all their toes and fingers? Right. That brings the cost down. Are they behind a dumpster at 28th and Cecil? Brings the cost down. It does. Eight maids of Melkin is only $58. But you got to find eight that are pregnant. I wouldn't mind getting milked. For $58? Eight, yeah. t- eight, oh. eight times you could get milked? For okay. Fi- yeah, okay, Hugh Grant. Uh, nine ladies dancing. The price well, is way off here. You, can, you know the price on this one. Yeah, you go to Foxy Lady or you go to PT's show club, you get a lot cheaper. Nine ladies dancing here is eight thousand three hundred eight dollars and twelve cents. So a decent place, I guess so. It's got, it, got windows and stuff. I, I guess so. Here's the most expensive thing on the list: the Lords of Leaping. Yes, I knew it. Because there's ten of them. How but, sexist that men are more expensive than women. Right. Okay. So eight maids is eight maids of Melkin is fifty eight bucks. Ten Lords of Leaping. Anybody can leap. Anybody can. Not everybody can milk. Well, with the right training, you can. Mm. Uh, $13,980. How do you get that? I don't know. Then here comes 11 Piper pipe, eleven pipers piping. A piper is down. <laughs> we have a piper down. Get to the piper. Uh, $3,021.40 is wrapping up with the 12th days of Christmas. The 12th day is 12 drummers drumming. It's a bargain for 12 of them. You get them for $3,266.93. Including Pete Best. <laughs> right, right. So. And Skunk. So if it sounds like a lot, it's forty five grand. Oh, let's see how much this one would cost here. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtlenecks and a beer. And a beer. So that's probably 30 bucks right I now. I guess all right, yeah. Third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. 
It's about two, two seventy five. Yeah, thirty five. Yeah. Let's say forty bucks. Okay, forty bucks. Fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four pounds of back bacon. Three French. Right, back bacon is bacon. It's probably twenty bucks. About there. twenty bucks now. Four pounds. Yeah, it's sixty bucks now. Not bad. A fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five golden. Okay, toboggans. Five hats. Yeah, it's ten bucks it's each. Ten bucks. Maybe, yeah. Hundred and ten bucks. Yeah, okay. Six packs of what? I have no idea. Let's say those cost fifty bucks. Yeah, sure. Whatever they are. Fifty bucks. Hundred and sixty. Oh, smokes. Those are about That's five 50 bucks. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Four pounds of bag, what, What's our total? So $210. Not, 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 not bad. Not, not bad. bad. Here we go. Here we go. This should just be the two days of Christmas. It's too hard for us. Um, go hoser. Go hoser. Hey, comic books, about two bucks a piece, 16 yeah, bucks. 20 bucks. That's 20 bucks. Keep it even. Keep yeah. 20 bucks. $230 for Bob and Doug's list yeah. here. Okay, date uh, 12. Oh, here we go. We skipped. And welcome it's, to day 12. And welcome to day 12. Oh, they skipped right they through skipped it. Thank you. So, probably like 300 bucks if you use Bob and Doug McKenzie's yeah. 12 days, right? I would much rather do that. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd rather go to lots of pasta. You can get yes, 12 baby. delicious things for the holidays. So, if... You are entertaining, and a lot of you are. You'll want to do lots of pasta. You might have a party at work or people coming to the house, five different kinds of lasagnas. There's chicken dishes. There's eggplant parmesan. You can get meatballs and sauce to make hoagies. Go online, lotsofpastalouisville.com. They have a lot of stuff already there, but some you'll have to pre-order. And they were already taking Christmas orders the last time I was in. So let lots of pasta help you Cater your event for less than $5 a person. Add a couple of bucks more and get a salad. Drop by, have some lunch, have a big sandwich. Don't forget the cookie. If they still have the pumpkin doodles, Dwight, those are snickerdoodles, but with that pumpkin spice. You know what I'm going to recommend? They are so good. I'm going to recommend. Rattlesnake cheese. It gets old, but it's the. It doesn't get old. It does not get old to the Wittenhouse. Rattlesnake cheese. It's a Wisconsin cheddar. It's infused with tequila and habanero. Oh, my gosh. Is it addictive? Oh, and if you want a host gift, okay, so go up to the, the deli counter where the rattlesnake cheese is, order a charcuterie board. We get number three. It has the different different cheeses and meats, but then right next to the deli counter are actual, like, solid cherry cutting boards. Oh! So take that, put it on the cutting board, bring that as your host gift to a party, and say keep the board. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, absolutely. Lots of pasta. Louisville.com. Heart of St. Matthews for going on four decades. Back after this. Click it or skip it on the way. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.